You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Warren Moon. Warren, thanks so much for taking the time. How are you today? I'm great, Brian. How are you? Hey, Cordell. How you doing, my man? How you doing, sir? How's everything? I can't complain. I'm still hungry, but uh, I'm still I'm holding out. Yeah, you're holding out. I tell you what, uh, you might have to have your quarterback hold out, too, because he's He's getting beat up, beat up pretty bad, and he's not getting the help that I think he needs, especially when it comes to the backfield. He's the leading rusher on the team. What can he do to make the backfield a little bit better and give him some help? Well, we got to keep a healthy person back there. That's That's been our biggest problem this year. You know, Eddie Lacy right now, who we were counting on at the beginning of the year, he's banged up. He's got a bad groin. Missed the last couple of ball games. Uh, C.J. Procise, who we really were counting on coming into the season, has been in and out of the lineup, and he, now he's out on IR. Uh, Thomas Rawls has been in and out of the lineup with injuries, and uh, we just signed a kid by the name of Mike Davis off of our practice squad. And, of course, our leading rusher, um, uh, uh Golly, I'm, I'm banking on his name right now. Chris uh, Chris Carson got hurt. Chris Carson, yeah. he He's out for the season with a broken yeah. ankle. So we just haven't had a, a healthy back back there to uh, to really be that, that guy that just carries a load. And then our offensive line has been in flux as well just because of injuries. So that, that's been the biggest reason why we haven't run the ball that well. And the only consistent on our offense has been Russell Wilson and our receiving core. So the strength of our team right now is throwing the football, but we still need to get our running game going somehow, some way, because we've got to be a little bit more balanced going down the stretch. And Warren, based on what you just laid out, if we're talking MVP consideration, Carson Wentz deserves to be the front runner at this stage of the season, but where are you slotting Russell Wilson in that conversation? He's got to be mentioned because I think he does more percentage-wise for his football team than, say, Carson Wentz does, even though Carson's having a great year. But he, I think he's got a little bit better supporting cast right now, uh, especially with the with the running part of it. But uh, both of those two guys are playing excellent football for their, for their teams. Uh, Carson's team has the best record right now, which is always important in the MVP race. But, you know, we're right there in our division. We're a, kind of a half game behind the Rams because they're one game up on us uh, as far as games being played. But we, we have that one win against the Rams, and we get them again later on this season up in Seattle. So we're in good shape if we just keep winning. Give me, your, give, me your, give me the status on Cam Chancellor and not knowing for sure because of the next neck injury, excuse me, if he's going to be playing against the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, that's just one of those things, uh, if you've ever had a stinger, it's a very painful injury, and you just have to wait on that pain to go down. And they also took some other tests to make sure it isn't anything any more serious than that because Cam's a very physical player, and he's he's put his time in this league over the last six years or so, and he's taken a lot of punishment on his body. So they want to make sure it's not something that's a, a long-term thing. But uh, if he's not practicing, say, by um, – by Saturday, by tomorrow, then I would start worrying about him being able to play. But right now, when you have that type of injury, you just want to give it a rest and let it heal before you start banging on it again. Chatting with the Hall of Famer Warren Moon, game analyst, Seahawks Radio Network. Warren, unfortunately, we have to talk about another highly significant injury. Richard Sherman means so much to this football team on and off the field. How do the Seahawks try to hold the defense together without him for the rest of the season? Yeah, that's that's going to be a huge one because we've never not had uh, – Richard Sherman at our disposal. He hasn't missed a game since he's been here. Uh, he's a leader on the team. He's a very vocal, um, inspirational type player as well. And then he's one of the best corner guys and cover guys in the league. So when you lose that from your defense, you're losing a lot. And uh, we do have capable players, but 
with Richard, sometimes we could shut down one side of the field. A lot of quarterbacks just didn't want to throw to his side of the field, so that really made it easier to play defense on the other side of the field. Now our our, our field becomes a little bit more balanced. I'm sure people will pick both sides. Even though we have an experienced corner um, over on the other side in Jeremy Lane, he's not Richard Sherman. Yeah, he's not Richard Sherman, but you also have Earl Thomas with the hamstring injury. I mean, there's a ton of injuries on this team that's – that can really cause this team to to maybe sputter down the way. But obviously, you know you need number three to be Hercules to really come out and get it done. But when you see a team like the Rams that's hitting on all cylinders within this division, how do you find a way to at least try to hold on as long as you can to get as many guys back on the football field that you possibly can? Well, we have that next up uh, mentality that the next guy's got to step up and play. And just like Bradley McDougal came in and has played for uh, Earl Thomas the last couple of weeks and has done a really good job, but Earl will be back this week. So Earl could have played last week if, if they really, really needed him to, but because of the short week plan on the Thursday, they went ahead and rested him another game. And uh, I think that was good for him because now he comes back with a, a 11 more days of rest off of that, that hamstring. So, it's good to have him back because he covers up a lot, especially when you have a, a new corner out there now for Richard. Um, it's going to be vital for uh, for Earl to be out there because he can make up for so many mistakes in that back end. So it's good to have him back. Warren, let's head around the league. Deshaun Watson wore your old-school Oilers jersey prior to a Texans game, and you were in the broadcast booth for the Seahawks radio network calling that incredible game between the Texans and the Seahawks in Seattle. How impressed were you by what Watson achieved before he got hurt this year? I was really uh, really proud of him and a little bit surprised that he came on so quickly. I knew that he was going to have a, a good career. I knew at some point he was going to get on the field this year, being a, you know, being a high-round draft pick. I didn't think it would be in the first game. Um, you know, after uh, Tom Savage got sacked, I think six or seven times in the first half, they went to Deshaun in the second half, and he hasn't looked back since. But it's amazing how much he was able to do. And I got to give uh, Bill O'Brien, their their uh, coach, a lot of credit for changing some of the things that they did offensively to to make uh, Deshaun be more comfortable with some of the things he did in college. And I think that's one of the reasons he was having so much success to go along with those weapons around him. And it's just a shame that he had to have that injury that puts him out for the year because he was headed to being probably rookie of the year and maybe offensive player of the year the way he was playing because he kept getting better each and every week. But he's going to have a tremendous career, and, and uh, he'll work hard from his injury, and, and he'll get back on the field. And, and again, they got a lot of young weapons on that team to build off of. Jimmy Graham has finally become that imposing tight end that he needed to be, especially in the red zone. How big has it been lately uh, to know that you can throw the ball to him in a certain area, especially at the highest point, to know that he'll end up coming down with it because of the lack of size by these linebackers and some safeties that are trying to cover him? Yeah, him and Russell are finally starting to develop that trust um, and knowing how to throw the football to him. Russell had a tough time trying to throw, you know, a back shoulder throw or or a very high throw, which is what I call a a good bad ball. You know, sometimes you don't want it to be a perfect ball; you want it to be a bad throw, but it's a bad throw that you expect it to throw because you're throwing it in his catch radius. And Russell had a tough time doing that, but now he's starting to figure it out how to throw the ball to to Jimmy and take advantage of his uh, his his vertical leaping ability and also his catch radius and now they're starting to have success in the red zone a place that they had really struggled his first couple of seasons 
Warren Moon is our guest on the NFL on Tune and Warren, because you played for Minnesota, my final question is about the muddle quarterback situation for the Vikings. Now, in fairness, Case Keenum is putting up very good numbers. We're going to learn more about him against a rugged Ram defense on Sunday. But do you envision Teddy Bridgewater playing again at some point before we're done with this season? I think it all depends on how Case continues to play. You know, Case is playing well right now, so you got to go with the guy who's playing well, and, and you just don't know uh, how Teddy's going to do because he hasn't played football in over a year. And, and, you, and to put him into a, you know, a playoff race, having played at, at this type of speed or whatever, it's a tough situation to put a backup quarterback in. But if you have to put him in because your, your starter isn't playing well, then you have to go to that. But right now, Case Keenum is playing well enough to keep that job, and you know that you have Teddy Bridge water uh, behind him, which makes your quarterback uh, tandem pretty strong in this league. So I would stay with what they've been doing. Uh, they're one of the hottest teams in the league right now in case playing well. And you know you have uh, Teddy Bridgewater in your back pocket if you need him. Seattle has to play against the Rams. When the Rams come in town, do you think that at that time they'll have enough to be able to beat that Rams football team? Because i got to be honest with you, Warren, that that is – that is a good football team defensively, offensively. They're extremely creative. And Jared Goff is playing like he's supposed to be playing as if he was the number one player and quarterback taken in his draft. Yeah, but we held him to 10 points in L.A. So uh, we know how to play against you know good offensive football teams. And they have a very tough stretch coming up. They've got some tough games. They play the Vikings this week. They've still got to play Philadelphia. They've got uh, you know a number of tough games on their schedule before they even play us again. So we'll see what they're really made of when they get into the meat of their schedule. But they are playing well, like you said, on both sides of the ball. And they've always been a good football team on defense and have had some offensive weapons, but they just haven't had a quarterback over the last three years. But Jared Goff is is really playing well right now, being protected very well. And that's the key for a young quarterback. If you can protect him and give him a chance to look down the field, he's he's, uh, gifted enough to get the ball to his receivers, and he's got some good skilled people. Warren, thanks so much for being generous with your time again. And I heard what you said at the start of the conversation. Cordell shook it off. I understand what I'm still hungry means. I'll make sure that Cordell Stewart finally buys you that dinner when we get together at the Super Bowl in Minnesota. I'll take care of it, Warren. All right, hey, I appreciate it, Brian. Hey, Warren, uh, and, Warren. And Cordell knows that we'll get, we're going to get together when the time is right for both yeah. of us, and we'll break that bread and we'll have a good time. He's he's just trying to run all. He's just trying to run away from that Case Keenum conversation because he can't believe that Case Keenum is playing that good right now. Well, I no, want to talk to a Hall of Famer, Warren Moon, not Case Keenum. You know, We're talking about the best of the best here. He, he, can't, he can't believe it, Warren. I'm telling you, he can't, he, he's he's driving him nuts right now. Case Keenum. I can't, I can't I believe it either. I watched him the last two years with the Rams, so he, yeah. he's playing well right now. You got to go with a guy while he's hot, but at some point, maybe Case Keenum comes back. Yeah. Thank you, Warren. Leave it to the Hall of Famer <laughs> to give us clarity. Enjoy your weekend. Have a great call on Monday night. All right, guys. Thank you. Take care. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.